Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's 3M Open. And joining me to break it all down, it's Kyle Porter, KP. What's up? Well, I hope my wife is not listening because I am supposed to be watching my kids right now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where they're at. I don't know what they're. I don't. Also, my wife's not listening to a round one recap of the 3M Open. So <laughs> how, I think how old's, the, how old's the oldest? <clears throat> Eight. Oh, you're in so we got to get you out of here. You're in so much yeah, trouble. You can be there's, doing anything right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We don't have a swimming pool, so we're good there. But yeah, oh any anything God. could be going on. It's a it's a true who can say situation. Well, who can say who's at the top of the leaderboard? I know exactly who's at the top of the leaderboard, producer Jacob, because his name is Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Yes, wear it out. Ricky Fowler goes out bogey-free 64, in which he gained four strokes putting KP, which is kind of like, I mean, that's his weapon. That's what he does. It frees up the rest of the game. But we're starting to see Ricky play a little bit better, a little bit better, maybe turning back uh, form a little bit. Yeah, I think I think normally you and I with a with a putting round like this would be like, eh, you know, wait a second here. You know, what what's what's going on? But I actually think with Fowler that it's it, it's an encouragement. Correct. Right. Now, is it gonna are you gonna gain four strokes around with a putter? No, you're not. Nobody's going to. But for him, that was such a weak spot. Really, I was looking back through his tournaments, it was kind of the end of 2020 and into the spring of 2021. It was just bad. And it's gotten better recently. So uh, he's going to, if he wins this tournament or if he contends in this tournament, he's going to have to do it a little bit differently than he did on Thursday. But I just think confidence wise, it's got to be, it's got to be great for him because he's, he's not, I mean, he only has one top 10 Rick since the 2020 farmers, which is, that's astounding. I mean, that's just, I know he's, you know, kind of been not that great, but one top 10 in basically 18 months is just that's not that's not where he should be living it's not even the fact that it was his weak spot it's that he was good that was his weapon that was the best mm-hmm. part of his game then he lost it which puts so much stress on everything else that you're trying to that you're trying to accomplish so yes i am encouraged it's going to end up being uh, the second best putting round for him since the start of 2015 so it's not going to happen again but it is encouraging because he's starting to get back on that right track and he can he can let the rest of his game or he doesn't have to be so perfect everywhere else do you see any jason day in there you know i know we've talked about day before where it's it's best putter in the world and then it drops off a little bit and you know he i think ricky's a better iron player than jason day just broadly over the course of his career but i don't know there's i think there's a little bit of that in there of of once you lose your confidence a little bit the strokes gain is just it's it doesn't look good over a couple years and then all of a sudden you're you're not really contending in any events 
Yeah, he, Jason Day told us that, right? And it's basically like, okay, well, now I know I'm struggling with the flat stick. I I better hit this one close, like or I better yeah, hit it on the right yeah. side. And when you start when you start thinking, oh boy, I better do this or I better not miss here, you're cooked. It's you got no chance out there. Golf is more mental than it is physical. Well, and I think I think that's a really great point because you know when you're mate when you have confidence with a putter, even if. <laughs> It almost doesn't matter what your numbers say as long as you have confidence. Right. Doesn't matter if you're good, actually good or not. Yeah. Yeah. But then it, it kind of, it's, it's, it's a self-fulfilling deal. Right. And it, it just frees you up to just pound greens. Like the, like you don't, to your point, you don't have to go at these flat. You don't have to miss on, you don't have to get short-sighted because you're trying to hit it to 10 feet every time. And once you start doing that and you get short-sighted, that's when you bring, you, it, it's just so hard to win tournaments like that unless you're, you know, Colin Morikawa and you hit every flagstick that you look at. Yes, that is not the usual blueprint for PGA Tour victories. Also with an opening round 64, Troy Merritt, which featured a 30. That's six under par on his back nine, which was the back nine. And after two missed cuts for Merritt, he is popping up again. We just saw him finish runner up at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Now popping up here potentially at the 3M. This is like Troy Merritt season, right? Like late summer, couple of these events where the stars are taken off rack up your points rack up your cash see what you can do yeah and there's you know there's a lot of there's a lot of troy merits out there right it's yes. it's cameron tringali who's on this board um you know it's it's adam shank who's on this board it's scott stallings who's on this board you kind of put all those guys in the same type of bucket which is don't really win but they're in the top 125 every year you know and um, so yeah, for them, it's about like, man, can I go get a, can I go win a tournament? Right. Because I, and I don't know where all those guys are at in the, in the FedEx cup, but that's, that's the, that's kind of a theme on the top of this board is like, there's just not other than, than Ricky, there's not a lot of guys that have won very much over the course of their career. And that's probably kind of to be expected at the 3M in a little bit weaker field, but it's such a, it's such an opportunity for like we saw last year with Michael Thompson to kind of change the trajectory of your, maybe not what people think about you, but at least your career a little bit. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that friend of the pod, Scott Stallings was <laughs> scorching hot, which by the way, he's never actually been on the pod, but yeah, uh, he's just, He's honorary. A, he's my go-to for the average PGA Tour player. Well, if he wins, maybe he can get off from being the average uh, PGA Tour player. Was scorching hot, and then he got the uh, he got the weather delay. There was a two-hour and twenty-one-minute uh, weather delay on Thursday, and he ends up making an ugly double on eighteen, which is so strange because it's one of the easiest holes on the golf course, and guys still find a way to dunk one or two in the water there. Yeah, that's the he finished four three five two seven, which is <laughs> not your not your water. I mean the back nine is a circus. Three three four two four three five two seven. It looks like a <laughs> you know it looks like the passcode to your iPhone or something. It's not not a great fit. Hey, I was thinking about this. Who you you did this uh I think it was earlier this year. You looked up um, who was like the most average PGA Tour player? Didn't you do that? Was yeah, that I did. Yeah, who was it? It was um, God. It was somebody was within like a tenth of a stroke of zero in all four major categories, and was like a zero strokes game player. And I cannot remember who it was. But it wasn't. It wasn't Stallings, right? No, it wasn't. Okay, I was thinking for a second. I was thinking it was him, which would be, which would be hilarious because he's always my like go to guy. 
Yeah, he was basically, I think when he became your go-to guy, he was like the random 100th ranked player in the world type deal. Um, it might basically, have been... That basically describes this leaderboard, by the way. God, I don't know who it is. The random 100th ranked player in the world. I'll figure it out. I don't know. Did you, but see, it, did you see my boy Chez is four under through 11? Yeah, so he might spoil this whole leaderboard and this whole that fact that we're going live before this round is actually open because he uh, chipped in, I believe, for Eagle on 18. Or did he roll it in? Oh, no, he chipped in or was on the fringe. And he he made bogey on number one as he made the turn. So we might be safe on him ending up being the leader here. But Revy was what was he on your was he on your betting card? Yeah, he was. Uh, I had him. To, I had him and Tringali to top twenty, and then Sergio to top ten. So I feel. I feel decent after round one. Yeah, Tringale four under sixty seven. Sergio T fifty seven uh, one under par has a little bit of work to do. Plenty of rounds to go. I was very impressed with Louis Ustazen on Thursday. Yeah, uh, three under sixty eight. Which very if he would have came out, shot two over today, and shot like one under on Friday and missed the cut, I would have been like, yep. That's exactly like no problem whatsoever. Wouldn't have knocked him for it. Wouldn't have done anything. There, There is an argument. Okay. Is Louis like the fourth best player on tour this season or third? Uh, I don't hold on. I'm looking for uh, where's our boy Norman Chong. Oh, well, he shot even par. He was even okay. when I saw yeah. it. Yeah. That's not, I mean, it's not great. It's not terrible. It's got is, Louis the, is Louis the fourth best player on tour? Like, um, where does he rank? Like, like this is this is such a philosophical question about how do you define best, right? Because right. I had so many people. I, I tweeted this out on Wednesday. I said Louis said Louis Ustazen lost to four guys over the last three majors, and Phil lost to two hundred and twelve, <laughs> and one of them won a trophy, and the other guy didn't. That's and people are like, well, yeah, that's how golf works. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> man, I, I, I get that it's how trophy presentations work. But is anybody that rationally follows this stuff, does anybody think that Phil is better at golf than Louie? You know? And so that's a little bit of the question of you could probably make an argument that Louie's had a better statistical year than a Colin Morikawa. But... It, <laughs> it's hard to say that he's better, you know? So I think it, it just, and this is why golf is so fun to argue about because in sports in general, but especially golf, because wins are so weirdly rated by people. Right. Like they're kind of overrated, but then they're kind of underrated a little bit. Like we don't know what to do with the wins. I think a lot of the time, again, if you're like rational about it. And so Louie hasn't won, but he's been just like an auto, like just automatic, you know, especially for the last three or four months. So I, I think, I think you're right. I think he's a, like a top five player in the world right now, but he also hasn't won. So I'm not sure how to kind of reconcile those two things. The, uh, if you just go by sh pure strokes gain total this season, John Rahm is number one. Xander Shoffley is number two. Patrick Cantlay is number three. Brooks is four. Louis is five. And then it's yeah. more Cow and DeChambeau. Uh, I mean, Where's, is Spieth? Oh, is that uh, going back to the start of? Yeah. So if you go to the start, uh, if you go to that, that's the start of the season. If you go okay. to the start of 2021, it is actually Spieth number one, Rom number two, Morikawa, Cantlay, Kepka, Louis. What's that? Seven. Okay. So, yeah, and I mean, I think your argument would be against Louis. Would be like if he does. And and he kind of does do this, but like I was going to say the Paul Casey thing where he doesn't really 
do it. Well, Paul Casey is a bad example. Um, Louis is not doing the lion's share of his strokes gained work in non-majors, right? He's doing it at at the be- at the best events. That's true. And I think I think that works in his favor. But again, like it's a little bit of the Kepka thing of like he he also doesn't win uh, regular PGA <laughs> Tour events. I guess Kepka is probably the better comp there of contends at majors but doesn't re- really win regular PGA Tour events that you would think that he would he would have a really good chance to win. Mm. I love golf. Golf is weird. Um, okay, here's what we're going to do. William Hill has updated the odds to win the 3M Open. We're going to look at those, and we are going to wildly speculate about how this is going to finish. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, First time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. Ricky Fowler, Ricky Fowler is the favorite to win the 3M Open. He is 7-1 to one over at William Hill. Troy Merritt is 12-1. to one. Chez Reeve, 16-1 to one, along with Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, pretty good number on Cam Tringale, 18-1. to one. And then Dustin Johnson, who shot a, what, one under par, so he's going to be six shots off the lead, is still 20-1. to one. We, might, we might be going too far on DJ. Did you, did you see uh, DJ's quote? <laughs> what what was it? I cannot wait to hear a DJ quote. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't tweet this out. So his his brother Austin is not caddying for him this week because he got COVID and had to go home. So he's got the uh, tailor made. I want to get this right. VP of Tour Operations. Can't remember his name, but that's okay. who's who's caddying for him. And apparently he's caddied for him before. And he said somebody asked him how did it work out, and he said, "Well, we did pretty well. I mean, I hit the wrong club on a bunch of holes, but that was probably that was probably my fault." And I was like, wait a second. One, like, how does you're the number two player in the world? Two, do you hit the wrong club with Austin? Right. How often does that happen? And three, you gained like two and a half strokes uh, on approach shots. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> so I, I mean, it's a very, that like, that whole situation is very DJ. Uh, but I, I do think, I think the reason, well, the reason he's 20 to one is because his name is Dustin Johnson. But the reason I don't think it's a terrible play is because he, he, the thing that he's been doing poorly is his iron play hasn't been very good in 2021. And that's what he actually did well on Thursday. He just didn't make any putts. 
the driving wasn't kind of up to DJ standard. So I, I think there could be a number in there for him on, on Friday. Doesn't Austin help him read putts? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know what they're doing on the greens. I never know. What there's a, gr- <laughs> there's a great, uh, I think it's Alan Shipnuck where I think it was a Horschel. He got Horschel on, on Austin and DJ and Horschel said he was like playing with them and, Austin was trying to get a number and DJ was like, he can't add. And then he just hit anyway, like this whole, I'll, I'll tweet it out. Cause it's, it's an incredible story. If it was anybody other than DJ, you wouldn't believe it. And with DJ, you're like, ah, it sounds about right. Last thing, Ricky Fowler, seven to one. Can you bet that? Would you bet that? Is he going to win this golf tournament? No, I, w- I wouldn't bet it because of the way he put his round together. You can't, you can't bet a guy that, has one top 10 in the last 18 months and just was automatic with his putter on Thursday. It's a, that's a, I think that should be more like 12 to one, 10 to one, something like that. Um, I think who stays in is interesting so at, at 16. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed with Louis. I cannot wait to see what he does on Friday. I hope he just does. Well, he's another 60. He said on, he said on Wednesday that, He's like, I, I didn't want to take the week off and just think about the open. I kind of just wanted to get back out there. So I, th- I thought that was a, an encouraging quote. I love it. That'll do it. Round one recap in the books. Round two coming up Friday evening and after each subsequent round. KP, that's Kyle Porter. You can find him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. Go find your children. Producer Jacob I does will. all the hard work behind the scenes. Thank you very much. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. Catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.